Welcome to the Business Nightingale Project, where we get real, we get honest, we get open conversations with entrepreneurs whom you may recognize and who are willing to share some of the most private, darkest times of their lives and how they got through, all to help you. So welcome to the show. Today we have somebody absolutely fantastic. I love this woman and it's partly because of just who she is, but it's also because of the fantastic impact she is having globally in her efforts to benefit and lift other people. I have with me Priyanka Kandalkar and she has been an engineer, entrepreneur, artist. On top of that, She is the host of a top-rated podcast called Show Up with Priyanka, where she shares real-life stories of entrepreneurs who show up as intentional leaders to inspire and impact others authentically, which is why I like her so much. (laughs) She also has always been like fascinated with the idea of an online business lifestyle as an entrepreneur. And today we're going to hear a little bit more about her journey. So after years of experimenting with creating apps to sell physical products on Amazon as a side hustle, hustle, while pursuing her engineering career, she decided to go all in with her passion to help other entrepreneurs because she has an expertise in the area of operations. So she got certified as director of operations for small businesses to help them scale. And as a certified director of operations, her mission is to impact heart-centered and community-focused entrepreneurs to simplify, streamline, and systemize their business so they can increase their profits and eliminate chaos. But here's the cool, exciting thing. Most recently, she was selected by Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins as a KBB coach, trainer, and speaker to represent Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi on stages and workshops worldwide. It's amazing. So Priyanka, it is so good to have you here. Woo, Cindy, I'm so excited to be here. I, I love you. And uh, this was meant to happen. And this is our second interview. So I think I, I just love it. <laughs> I know. And for those who did not yet hear her, she shared in the previous interview, and I invite you to go check it out, an absolute golden moment that can make all the difference when we're feeling overwhelmed or suffocated. And when we feel like things are just super bleak. So you have to check out what she shared. It was really, really beautiful. So what, what brought you to being an entrepreneur? You have this storied career that is really amazing. Did you always think from the time you were young or what happened? So I would say, Cindy, um, I have always wanted to do something more with my life always trying to find my own voice, my own purpose, and uh, just having this big dream, like very big daydreamer all the time. And even when I was very young, let's say when I was in 10th grade, I actually took leadership position. I was leadership to like 400 students in the school and like doing all different kinds of activities, competition throughout the year, but I was leading that. I had two members underneath me. So I was always taking this leadership position from very young age and always trying to be in any any kind of extracurricular activities other than studies. (laughs) So I will be (laughs) 
I will be dancing, I will be singing, I will be like elocution, sports and everything. So I was always an all-rounder growing up. And then, uh, of course, like growing up in India, the only two options you have, either you can be an engineer or a doctor. So <laughs> since all my friends, couple of my friends cho- chose uh, engineering, so I did my engineering. And after doing my engineering, I came to do my, I did my bachelor's in India. I came to US to do my master's. And then I got a job in John Deere, then Volkswagen. And like, like normally you will not find a lot of women engineers. It's like hardly, it's like one digit of percentage. So it was, it was like, and it's quite common where I grew up because I grew up in the culture of scientists. Like my dad is an engineer. We grew up in a society with all engineers, doctors, and scientists. And that's the only thing I knew growing up because I was always surrounded with that. I was never surrounded with entrepreneurs. So <laughs> interestingly, okay, so the only option, do engineering. And then I came to, do, came to US to do my master's. And then I got the job. And then I got fired. <laughs> so it was in 2014, I got fired. And I think that was my first time. Like I was like, always wanted to like get more degree. I even got like two master's degree. I'm like crazy. I'm always learning. I'm always focusing on personal development, finding my purpose. As I was doing that, and I'm always in the spiritual path. Like I have done all kind of meditation, yoga. I have done like one week of silent, med- uh, silent retreat where you don't even speak. I've done all that just to find the answer who I am at the core. And then I get fired. <laughs> so I think uh, I could not understand how can I get fired. I, I'm just such an exceptional player, like such an ex- exceptional employee. Actually, the place I got fired from, my boss salary was lower than me. They actually wanted to have me. So they paid me more than my boss. <laughs> wow. and, and then they fired me. So of course, you never know the reason, right? People don't tell you the exact reason. So I don't even like want to focus on that. But I think when you get fired, you try to like find all the reason, right? Because you go through that emotion of first being frustrated, then be super depressed, then be like complaining. And then you go into the awareness. Okay, okay, that is all done now. What is the next step? What is the next plan? And that was my start of my entrepreneurship journey, really. <laughs> that was the time that I could not rely on an employee to decide my life. <laughs> so as you began, it's almost like you're at the edge of this field and the grass has never been walked on before. You have so many options. What, what was your next step? So interestingly, um, I went into, I stumbled upon entrepreneur.com. And I was looking into like different kind of passive income. Okay. Like I found a new job within few weeks because I was in US and I was on my student visa and I was supposed to get a job in 60 days or you are deported back to your country. So, and so I was like, I don't want to deport back to my country. So I went to back to my university. I asked them, Hey, can I start masters? The second masters. And they did my admission in one day, my professors. Like they just like helped me. And then they gave me some research, research kind of job in the university itself. And then I started with the internship <laughs> and like, uh, and eventually I got a full-time job, but even I did all that just to stay in US with my um, 
that time i was like just dating my husband we both were dating we both came together to do our masters so we have been studying together since bachelor so we both were here but we were still student and i just wanted to be in a status where i could stay in us and i don't want to deport back so i got the job but still that inside me i was like i don't want to be fired again and i don't want this employee to make a decision for me when they can keep me and when they can leave me even my interview for the job they said i i had the top score than anyone else and they interviewed like 150 people for that engineering role so and this is the same role i just quit this week <laughs> <laughs> so that was like 6 years that was 6 years back but i think uh, So when I was at this role I was still searching for what to do as a passive income so I went into entrepreneur.com and that's where I found my first business to start which was to learn how to create apps wow and uh, so I got and I'm the one in my family like I'm the one who always comes with the ideas and I will have my husband jump into it <laughs> So it was interesting that he jumped into it and then uh, interestingly the first app we were making was for uh, student engagement for uh, engineering students so i i was speaking to deans of the university i am so young in my early 20s and then i'm like okay like i got that confidence from somewhere <laughs> and then i used to talk to the deans of university even i spoke to my dean in where i studied in us like in michigan and then i studied i contacted a couple of different deans just to understand their pain it's called something called idea instruction where you understand the pain and you come up with the solution with your customer like you don't make the solution you come up with the solution with the customer and that's where i created this app with my husband i learned that i created that app we did the beta launch so that was my first stage of like really going into entrepreneurship but i just i just enjoyed it. and during the same time i came in contact with uh, this wonderful author this wonderful person named anis kavana i did her workshop in that year in 2014 and that's where i learned about the intentional leadership and when i learned that i started applying that plus the morning miracle morning have you heard about that miracle morning by hal eldrod so yes. i read miracle morning by hal eldrod and uh, and the intention leadership so i combined both of them and i started living my every day with intention like every morning i will be at work people will be like what is what is with you you're like just laughing jumping <laughs> like i have i have always been called as a sunshine and someone who is like brings so much sunshine because i'm always smiling and they are like you're supposed to be grumpy you're in quality engineering where you get complaints from your customer <laughs> so like i work in automotive industry so i get like i work with my customers are like toyota hyundai like all this car manufacturing i go there where they make the car so it's like hey you're supposed to be grumpy i'm like no i'm a very happy good person and like <laughs> that's how you solve problem and i love to solve problem and that's my expertise like um like i don't even say that uh my work experience is not adding it adds so much value because uh i learned all my experience come from my work experience and being like really expert in problem solving any kind of problem so i think yeah it was just fun it was just fun so that was my start cindy wow so i have a a question for you 
I'm listening and I'm thinking back to our, our previous interview and and we kind of had talked about a little choo-choo train going through the tunnel <laughs> and there's no light and when is this journey ever going to end? Mm. And then we see that little pinprick of light and, and things start sounding better. Everything that you've described has just sound so wonderful and you are such a delightful person, but I know there has to have been moments mm-hmm. that there were things happening inside that no one else saw. What were those moments and how did you get through? So the moments came when, I think when initially, when you start your entrepreneurial journey, like they say, right? Like, like you, as a, like, if you think about a fruit, like orange, right? when it grows like inside part remains still fresh when you open it up because it has a protective layer outside right but as an entrepreneur it's like we don't have that protective layer when you are starting off so anything which comes like any comment any judgment from your customer or clients you're working it really hurts you badly And sometimes you can get into those complaints and not really move ahead. You just get stuck into that moment. And I remember of those moments because uh, after I did the app creation, the next idea I got got was uh, uh, selling uh, physical products on Amazon. And uh, those were the times we really started getting like uh, complaints and... um, And since I come from a quality engineering background, I already have like this really good, what do you call it? It's an 18 inch bubble around me that no (laughs) one can touch me. Like you have seen those, uh, what what do you call that dot orb thing, which people go inside and they're like going on the water. Like, it's just like, it's a big bubble. Right. (laughs) There's like, you just think about this invisible 18 inch bubble around me and that, that just like protects you. But then when you when we when I went to my entrepreneurship journey, I did not have that kind of bubble. So I was like exposed to all these emotions from our customer. Like if it was their complaint, that was impacting me. If it was their negativity, that was impacting me. It was impacting my relationship with my husband because we did business together. And uh, so I think that was the worst part of our entrepreneurship journey at the start, where we were not our mindset. Like we wanted to go to become a millennial, but our mindset was not of a millennial. And what I, what we felt, our intimacy, intimacy reduced, our relationship got sour with each other. We were like, we were working nine to five engineering job. We both are engineers, but in the after, in the evenings, we will work on our business. And sometimes we will just work all overnight because we are trying to solve our customer problem. And then for a few months, for a few years, not few years, I think it was few months. It was so hard for us. Like we could not like, other than business, we will not talk about anything. Like there was no intimacy. I think it really impacted our relationship a lot. Like we could not feel connected to each other because I think when you work as a couple in a business, it becomes really difficult. You don't know your boundaries and you don't know where you need to put boundaries for having a really i think i don't like the word balance so much i like the word prioritize like really not prioritizing what is important for both of us and we were really young in business and we were only concentrating on business and we both are very workaholic <laughs> so i think we were just like okay let's do it let's do it let's do it 
but not really focusing on our own health and our, our own relationship health. So I think that was the biggest impact I saw. And uh, because of that also, now we don't do business together. We both are doing independent business and we have decided, okay, that's how we are going to keep it. But I think that was our stressing point. And, uh, and also, uh, Cindy, like, you know, my book is coming too, right? So what was happening during the same time when all these complaints was coming, my relationship was not getting better with my husband. Uh, my relationship with my in-laws got sore because of all the misunderstanding which got created. And uh, it took me a few months to like really realize what was happening, but I was in really, really negative state from everything. It's like they say, right? How one thing impacts your one one part of your life impacts everything. So I know for uh, for me, it was like not having that good relationship, relationships, like with my husband, with my in-laws, with my parents, like all that was also impacting our business. And um, so I think th that will be one of my struggle point. I think that that has hit me the hardest, not having that healthy boundaries from the start. Thank you for sharing. So what was the turning point? And now that you have worked through that, we talked about kind of standing on the edge of a field and then you move into the field and you've created this path. You're halfway through, I call it the murky, mucky middle, right? You know, <laughs> we, we go through that and it would be so easy to quit. As you look back, what has transformed you or what has been the transformation in you because precisely of this entrepreneurial journey that you did not quit in. So the turning point and what transformation have you seen in yourself? So I went to this uh, conference with Tony Robbins. Uh, it was a conference in Chicago. I live near Chicago. I live in Michigan. So I went to this conference. And uh, after the conference ended in the month of like April last year, uh, Dean Garzis, he came on stage and that time he announced about this new program where you can take your expertise and you can start something new. And he talks about marketing that you will be, you will learn about marketing. And I was like, oh, I need to learn about marketing for our Amazon business. And uh, so interestingly, I got into the program and then what I, and when I got into the program, there was this huge amount of like realization that there's so much out there and this one thing which Dean Gazzusi said which hit me so much was you do a disservice to others if you don't share your unique gifts if you don't share your unique gifts with the world you do disservice to that person who needs you at this moment so that is something which always I keep in my mind that I have the choice that, okay, like I have a choice what I think, like, like a flip, right? Positive, negative. I have a choice whether, okay, this is going to grow or this is going to take down. And so I think that was my changing point, like really joining KBB and really knowing this point that you do a disservice to others and also attending UPW. I attended UPW 2019 November. That was part of like a deal when you get KBB, you attend UPW. And that's when I found my realization that I am here for more. I have my own voice. All my limitation is just excuse. And I, it's stopping me to, be, to become what I'm meant to be. 
And I think what was the second question, Cindy? Oh, well, the transformation that you have found in yourself, but I think you articulated it super okay. well. <laughs> okay, no, I think I lost the question there, but yeah, awesome. <laughs> no, it was, it was basically the turning point and then the transformation that you have seen and found in yourself because you didn't quit on no, your I, potential. No, I did not. And inter- right, it's just so, it's so amazing that finding my true calling of like serving from my heart contribution like that is and like really going deep in my dream which has been there with me from childhood to have an orphanage and then that orphanage becoming more expansive that it needs to be an orphanage where entrepreneurs creators change makers are born so and also like knowing this knowledge of this different kind of schooling system unschooling system montessori world of education, like combining all that and creating this magnificent ecosystem where kids will have opportunity to be creative and also become entrepreneurs and also a place where when I age, I want to go there and meet other aging entrepreneurs and create and innovate more stuff for our future generation. And it it will be a place for retreat. And that was my dream at UPW, which came into fruition. And then I actually, in front of me, I have a vision board. I have the whole picture of my orphanage with the retreat center, with the aging home. And I look at it every day. And that's what keeps me focused like I'm like I know for to build an orphanage I need to have 50,000 so I'm like okay if I have to build every month one how much I have to mix and then you do reverse engineering and break down how what should be your goal because for me I think I think you will be asking this question Cindy in future but for me it's like having a vision is really good like plan and vision but having an execution plan is more important, like really executing it. <laughs> that is so good. That is so good. Can you imagine the world without Priyanka? <laughs> and so my, my final question, every listener that is listening right now matters. Mm-hmm. Every listener is in their own way a Priyanka. Yes. We may not know all of their names, but every single individual is needed. Mm-hmm. And we are aware because of the many things that are happening in the world right now, the pressures, the, the fear, the anxiety, and people who feel these things are very responsible people. Mm-hmm. So I'm in awe of people who come forward and reach out and say, hey, I'm struggling a little bit. And which this is the purpose of this podcast. So for these fantastic people who are listening right now, who may have not seen yet the little spark of light at the end of the tunnel, who may be wondering if they are needed, who may be wondering if they even have skills and talents, what would you say to them? I would say, take that small step to the courage. And have that courage because you have it within you. And let go. I think one of the most important thing we don't, as I think it's for every entrepreneur, every person, we tend to like make ourselves heavy with all the emotions, everything, like what others are saying, or just 
overwhelmed with all this shiny syndrome of like just collecting a lot of whether it's a physical thing or collecting courses or this or that, like we just overwhelm ourselves sometimes, right? And sometimes you need to really let go. Let go of the things which is bur- like which is a burden in your life. If it is not serving you, then let go. If it is not aligning with your vision for your next three years, five years, let go. You don't need it. If that uh, business partner is not working, let go. If that product or offering is not working, then let go because it's normally the 20% of your offering which brings you the 80% of your impact. So really, really listening to yourself, really listening to your core heart and really listening to your heart and like really understanding what is the thing which is essential and what is the thing which is aligning with your vision And then focusing on that and having that focus and clarity, because I think what we lack in today's world, Cindy, is distraction. We just have so much distraction and we don't have that focus. There's a lot of this lack of focus, because when we focus, then we can create miracles. We can create magic. We can create miracles. And it's my own example. Like when I focus on one thing, I know I can bring so much, so much impact in this world. Like when I focused on launching my podcast, I only focused on that in 28 days. I was working full time in the evenings. I was doing the, like doing all this podcast thing. I was crying at the time. Like when they said we have to make some Canva graphics, I'm like, Oh no, I don't, I'm not good at graphics. I'm not good at marketing. I cried. I literally cried. And then my coaches had to like, tell me, no Priyanka, you're more than this. This is you can get through it. And like, there were moments I, I was crying. I can't do it. I want to quit. I can't do it. And, and I had the support system. I went and asked for help. Even if it, it was a stupid question, or if I was like crying, I went and asked for help. And there are people who are there to help you. You just have to approach because sometimes we think we know everything and we don't go out or we think our problem is too small. Like who will ever care? But I think we all have to understand that entrepreneurship is a lonely journey and you need to have a tribe to be there to support you and find those people and keep them close to you. Like really keep them close to you, really keep in touch with them and really build those relationships for life. I love that. And I I think about as you were talking about values and then stripping away the things that don't serve you. And and I think there is such wisdom in that because when you know what truly matters, which usually comes down to healthy relationships and a positive focus in life being able to use your unique gifts, then maybe that time being spent on social media isn't serving you mm-hmm. or whatever it might be that's causing you to feel weighted down. And I, I just think that is so profound and being able to reach out and know that you don't have to carry everything yourself. Yes. So. Yes. And there's some, because I'm an operations person, Cindy, I always feel whatever thing is overwhelming you, You need to know who can do that and what system you need to put in place to do that. Because sometimes if it is something repeatable, because this is the operations thing, like if there's something repeatable, you just put a system in place that you don't have to touch it again. Or or that problem doesn't occur again. 
you just put a solution which is such what you call bulletproof <laughs> so i always feel like uh, i always feel like there's always a choice there's always a solution we have to find it and like we have to have that millionaire mindset or a seven figure mindset that and really knowing failure is inevitable the people who are most successful are the ones who fail most they have failed most in their life so if you go back and like i love to read uh biographies and like learn about different entrepreneurs like their own life journey and i get so much inspiration from them and i see that they have failed most and they have failed faster so i think <laughs> really having that mindset that i am going to have failure every step i am going to have failure but no matter what i am going to keep my vision in front of me and i'm going to create a 90 days plan to implement in small chunks excellent that's that's every problem has a solution so if you can't find it yourself reach out to someone who does thank you so much priyanka before we go tell us about your book and then tell us about how people can find you yes i'm so excited cindy so this book is called wings of a woman and it's actually written by 13 beautiful purpose driven entrepreneurs women and every story is so unique my story is actually i think i touched upon it little bit but it's the story of like how you can heal a toxic relationship whether it's a relationship with your parents with your in-laws with your own family member with your kids like how you can overcome and this is my own true story with how i healed my relationship with my mother-in-law which is close to my heart now but we went through a sore sore patch in my life but then how i transformed how i really went into that understanding of having my bubble of 18 inches and like really thinking from big picture like far away view like how she must be feeling and like really putting intentional uh intentional actions to recover and heal it. So my story is all about that, but then there are other stories, many different kinds of stories in there. All 13 women are bringing their own journey. Their stories about how people are like overcoming the relationship with the teenager, like uh, this woman in her 50s talking about her life story. So everyone is taking sn- snippet from their own story. and telling this inspiring story of courage and resilience and persistence and so that's the book and it will be coming in the month of jan cindy so i'm not sure i think i'm not sure when this episode will be launched but i will surely send you the link once it comes uh, another way uh, to reach me out is uh, my podcast show up with priyanka on itunes uh, stitcher and google podcast also you can reach me on linkedin on instagram with my full name priyanka khandalkar and also if you want to learn about the services i offer as a director of operation for small businesses to scale their businesses uh, you can go to my website www.scaleupwithpriyanka.com Thank you, Priyanka. You are such a delight. I am so grateful you have been with us today. And for all of you who are listening, may you have a blessed day. And that, my friends, is our show today. Aren't you grateful for entrepreneurs who are willing to reach out to lift those amongst us who are struggling to stay alive in the business battlefield of life? Make sure that you subscribe and review the show. Download every episode. Don't miss a single moment with these experts who care enough to share their vulnerable moments and their triumphs. 
And will you join me in creating a worldwide movement of support for those who may be struggling? It would mean the world to me if you would share this episode with your amazing friends who might need the light of hope in their current struggle on their battlefield. Bless you, my friends, and I'll see you next time.